0: Welcome to the sa for fas Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic is a back-to-basic sort of discussion of the worth of the financial advisory profession. We'll get to it in just a moment, but first, this message. If you're a financial advisor, you should be using Seeking Alpha Premium. I'll mention just two items I personally think are valuable for advisors. Number one, advisors typically get investment research from their own broker-dealer, and it's good to cross-reference that with the research available to Seeking Alpha Premium subscribers. Number two, the quantitative ratings available to Premium subscribers are an incredible value-add because they make it possible to compare investments with mutually consistent data. In other words, it aids in getting different investment ideas to talk to each other, as it were. These features are just the tip of the iceberg, and it costs only $240 for an annual subscription. Click on Upgrade on the top right of your Seeking Alpha homepage to see a full list of benefits and options. Quick housekeeping note. I prepared this podcast in advance, knowing I'd not be at work, so if any big breaking market news occurs, you'll know why I'm not addressing it. Now back to our podcast. Why should people hire a professional advisor? This may not seem like the sort of subject you'd expect to hear on a podcast designed for financial advisors. It should be in a podcast designed for non-professionals, right? Well, first of all, most media directed at non-professionals communicate the message that people don't need advisors, that the tools and information one needs are on the internet, accessible to all, and free so the consumer media is not the place you'll find this sort of podcast. Secondly, and relatedly, because the consumer media is saturated with what might even be termed an anti-advisor outlook, advisors as a profession tend to harbor a higher-than-ordinary level of self-doubt, so it's worthwhile to consider some of the advantages of the service you offer. What follows is not meant to be comprehensive, listing all of the reasons for seeking financial advice. I've covered this topic in a variety of ways previously, Rather, today's focus is on the downside of do-it-yourself subjectivity. The do-it-yourself investor, after many hours of research online, reading numerous articles from his or her favorite analysts, all for free of course, figures out what stock to buy. Even assuming that the investor buys the best stock at the best price, that doesn't make him or her the best investor. The reason is that even the greatest ideas in theory Do not always work out in practice in the messy reality of everyday life and human behavior. Everyone listening to this knows there are 101 ways to mess this up. You buy at the rock-bottom price, but it stays there forever. You figure you'll bail out before this dog actually starts losing money, and of course, only then does it take off. Or you ride it high and hold it 10 years after it ceases to be a quality company. Or you hold it patiently and the stock gains a measly return as the years and endless better opportunities pass the investor by, and so on. Now, every one of these things could happen to a financial advisor as well. No one is born or trained to always outperform in the stock market. But there is a big difference between a do-it-yourself investor and professional investor's approach to investing. Individuals frequently wither away as a result of the emotional and sometimes even physical strain. A professional doesn't and generally can't take these things personally. By virtue of serving multiple clients and typically through some sort of organizational platform such as that offered via a custodial or clearing system, the professional takes an impersonal, even bureaucratic approach. These approaches vary. Sometimes it involves drawing up a list of stocks, bonds, or ETFs considered investment-worthy on a weekly or monthly basis, then using the list to fill in portfolios with cash to invest. The same committee may generate a list of securities to sell, or finding the most sale-worthy security when a client needs cash based on tax loss harvesting considerations. The process is impersonal and much more workable than that of most individuals. To see why, look for a moment at some field other than financial advice for the perspective that distance lends. Whether it is help with dieting, relief for OCD sufferers, or the desire to advance in a career felt to be stagnating, the professional fields of counseling, coaching, and training are ever-expanding. Precisely because the value people are seeking is third-party discipline, perspective, outsiderness. Just as a prisoner cannot free himself, so too it is the outsider that can provide the discipline or the method to get the person to make progress in the area of life he or she is challenged by. Of course, there are exceptions, people capable of overcoming their biases and emotions and behave in a rigorously disciplined fashion to achieve their goals. But for a great many investors whose goals remain far from accomplished, financial advisors can help free them from the bonds of their own subjectivity, passivity, or negativity. Advisors can take comfort in knowing that they play this role and would do well to document their processes and show prospective clients how they enhance the welfare of their clients over time. Naturally, testimonials from satisfied clients would help investors envision this service for themselves. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would consider passing it on to one other advisor to keep this FA project growing. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.